Good morning. Welcome. You ready to do some hot yoga on 4th of July weekend? All right. Downward dog, please. And a deep bow. Relax your neck. Maybe even uh, shake your head out and move your body around. Open up the lines of communication between you and the bigger energy. We can point to it and say vinyasa, but this big pulsating energy, and it's a possibility of it, you coming into your life and altering your life just because of that relationship. And we begin this relationship with the floor, well, with the earth. So fan your fingers across your mat and spread your toes across your mat. And consider adding a few more inches front to back. Do some exploring. Right to left, front to back, and generate the path inward. Focus your eyes outwardly on one physical point. This is the foundation of vinyasa, yoga, drishti. When you hear your teachers say drishti, it pointing to the practice of focusing your eyes. Now seal your lips and begin to generate the, the movement of your breath. The motion of the ocean, the sound of the ocean right here coming from your throat and creating a shift in the listening. Bring your feet together. Breathe out. Lift your right leg to the sky. We are ready to burn. Karma. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the left. Karma, and just physically, it's a lot of, it shows up as postural habits. And there's a postural habit of holding our breath when we practice vinyasa yoga. So whatever it takes to Reset, renew your lease with your breathing practice. Be a stand for that. Take your upper leg to the left another inch or so. You wake up your hip flexors and your psoas muscles. Pull your belly to your spine. Straighten your upper leg. Straight, straight. Square your hips to your mat. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Lift your left leg straight up. Legs of steel. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. Now, you want your joint systems to be like water. So square your shoulders to the front of the mat. You see how they lose being square at the front of the mat? Uh, stack your left hip on your right hip. You get some fluidity in the pelvis and in the toes. Spread your toes. Now, fan your fingers across your mat. And from your core, walk up to your hands. Make your feet touch each other. Bend your knees and lace your fingers at your lower back. It's good to have a yoga strap next to you. And you can use it right now. You just... Bring your hands inside the loop of the strap. Lengthen your spine towards the front of the room. Create tension, traction the spine. Wrap your arms over your head. Now lift your toes off your mat and spread them apart. In our physical yoga practice, we want to awaken our body holistically. And a lot of the times we will just lose touch with the back of the body. The back of the body starts at the bottoms of the feet. Lift your toes up and take your weight forward and lighten your heels. Take a huge breath in. As you exhale, press the center of each heel down on the mat. Straighten your legs and take your hips forward just a little more. All right. Bring your hands to your mat. Ground your feet in the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms high. Fan your fingers apart. Catch it. Catch it. There's something out there. Receive it right here. Be a yes. Open up your hands. It's a beautiful declaration of being receptive. It's Spreading your fingers. All right, bring your hands to your heart center. 
<clears throat> Three ohms. Look up, reach your arms above you, breathe them. Bend your knees, bow forward. Flat back, breathe in. High plank, some classical sun salutations to wake up into. Come forward and down, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Oh, I love the first few transitions in vinyasa yoga. You begin to experience and bring into view any type of tightness or rigidity, muscularly, emotionally, psychologically. Got to bring it into view if you want to break with it and then break through to a new space. So we're gentle. And we're cautious. We proceed slowly with care. Breathe them. Breathe out, push the air out of your lungs. Finish that, that's finish work. Walk to the front of your mat. Flat back, fill up your lungs to capacity. Pull that air in. Bow forward. Sweep up. Bow forward. Flat back. High to low plank. Inhale up dog. Exhale, down dog. Isn't it wonderful having an awesome yoga studio to show up to? Just as you are, too. Like you, I support grumpy people. I support heartbroken people. I support people who are elated. It's for everybody and everybody just as they are. You become an alchemist when you practice tapas yoga, tapasya, letting this pressure and this heat build. And a lot of us just come under the mat under pressure, under stress, and we're caretakers. We take care of people. So I acknowledge you being here this morning. Please take care of yourself. This is what empowerment is. In the middle of all this, you're making, well, you're practicing wise discernment. Breathe in. Breathe out. Walk your hands to your feet. And wise discernment begins with listening. Were you listening? Did you bring your hands to your feet? Or did you bring your feet to your hands? Okay, you brought your feet to your hands. Go back to down dog. Let's, let's reset, okay? If I do that again, are you going to get caught? Okay, good. Breathe in. Empty it out. Walk your feet to your hands. Ooh, I could hear the listening. Halfway up. Forward bend. Thunderbolt. Now create a, a mighty seat where you feel your muscles wake up. Lift your toes up. You want to activate the muscles in the feet and the fronts of your shins. Now drop your sitting bones down towards your mat. Always move from your bones when you practice asana. Take your skull back. Take the sides of the neck back. Now fan your fingers apart on your next in-breath. Sit down to your tipping point. Bow forward. Now finish it. Relax your neck and straighten your legs. Be a process. Don't force it. 
flat back, low plank, inhale up dog, exhale down dog, warrior one, step your right foot to your right hand, drop your back heel to your mat, stand up. The declaration of the warrior is that you're going to hold true to your vision. Your vision is the foundation of the pose. It's the metaphysical foundation of the pose. After 20-something years of practice in Warrior One, sometimes I'll still look down at the feet. I don't have to look at the feet to be stable, but looking at the feet is an intentional practice of bringing what is so, the physical universe into view, and knowing that I'm seeing one point clearly. Spread your toes across your mat. Yeah, if you do look down at your front foot, it's straight forward. 12 o'clock, straight forward, straight ahead of you. No, fan your fingers apart. Let's take action. Take your right hip and your right lung towards the back of the room. Take your left hip and your left lung towards the front of the room. Let's free up the lower back. Lift the front of the pelvis up as the tailbone descends. Feel the fluidity in the pelvis. Square the pelvis. Tilt the front of the pelvis up. Drop your tailbone down. Now let's seal the deal. Uddiyana Bandha. Pull your belly to your spine. Work the bandhas in the hands. Hasta bandhas. Look up. Take a huge breath in. Bring your alive hands to the mat. Low plank. Don't lose touch with your hands. Inhale up, dog. Exhale down, dog. Warrior one, step your left foot forward. And as human beings, we lose touch with our feet and then lose touch with the earth. This is the inquiry of our practice. Can we really be here right now? Right here, just a, a blip on our radar. A yoga class, a four-hour yoga class, it'll go by quick. <laughs> Arrange your feet so whatever shows up on the path is acknowledged as the path. Can you drop your guard? Can you not defend yourself? Can you just be receptive, clear? It's the art of studentship. There's a quality of humility of dropping what you know and just listening. So let's listen as we generate our breath together. Fill up your lungs. Empty them out. Spread your toes across your mat. Lengthen your spine. Empty it out. Keep squaring the pelvis and shoulders. Big breath in. Empty it out. Sit down two or three inches towards your mat. Breathe in. Huge breath in. Go up. Low plank. Up dog, down dog. I'll tell you what I've discovered from practice. One of the greatest insights is if you just do your work, good things start revealing themselves in, their in your life. It's not like they weren't there. They just start revealing themselves. Goodness, like vinyasa, starts revealing itself. You move and it'll literally move you. You want to generate inspiration? Well, be healthy. Be whole. Be true to what you say. You came to practice now. Be a stand for practice. Take a huge breath in. Empty out and consider the physical practice just to keep things moving. Walk or jump forward. Flat back. Exhale, bow. Thunderbolt, breathe in. Forward bend. Inhale, flat back. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. Root down, inhale, go up, exhale, low plank, inhale, up dog, exhale, down dog, warrior one, step your left leg forward, feel the air entering with ease through the nose, 
Exhale, low plank, exiting through the nose. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. That's where pranayama begins, the nose, and then it feels like the skin starts breathing. Breathe into your skin like it's a third lung. Breathe with that rigor, especially now. Breathe in. Empty out. You got to work with it and push it a little bit. Walk or jump forward. That's not force. Inhale. Bow forward. Thunderbolt. Well, maybe a little muscular force. Bow forward. Inhale, flat back. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. Match up movement and breath. Root down. Inhale, go up. Exhale, low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your left foot forward. Get to the peak and pop the lid off, warrior one. Keep going. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. What do you say? One more? One more? Does woo mean yes? <laughs> Breathe in. Empty it out. Walk or jump forward. And flow halfway. Bow down. Thunderbolt. Forward bend. Flat back. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one. Step your right foot forward and go up and finish the sun salutation on your own. You're going to flow through and you'll go to the left side and you'll, you'll complete it. You don't have to know how to do this. Make it up. Just keep things moving. It's good if you get put in the place where you're like, oh, I don't know, and you start freaking out. That's good. You want to face that part of you. It's just waiting in there to sabotage you. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and flip your dog. We're in the business of beginning again, of dropping what we know and coming back to seeing clearly and listening generously. This all comes from your heart. Listening generously and seeing clearly. High plank. Spin your heels to the right. Take your left arm to the sky. It's about devotion when I say how bad you really want to be in the practice, to be in the middle of the intensity of life and being calm. That's the higher call. Be intentional with your foundation. And then being calm is at the effect of being intentional, creating stability. Low plank. Up dog. Getting stronger. Down dog. Moment by moment by moment. Step forward. Right leg, crescent lunge. It's the evolution of the warrior. Sometimes uh, moving forward feels like you're going backward a little bit. Prayer twist to the right. Play with this forward and backward movement. Take your back heel forward, and then you can move it towards the back of the mat. And what you want to aim for is your back foot being perpendicular to the floor, your front shin bone being perpendicular to the floor. Five, you want to be a master measurer. Four, observation. Three, clear, right here. Breathe in. Empty it out. Warrior two. Observe your feet. Line up your heels. Extended side angle. I always peek at the back foot. And then I watch my back foot think its way into stability. It's usually the back toes are more towards 10 o'clock, 9 and 10 o'clock, half bind. There's some good visual measures. You can look at your body here and you can see that your bum is probably sticking out to Harvard Street. 
No one wants to see that. Lift the front of the pelvis up and the tailbone down. Five. And now the shoulders. See how the upper body's leaning in towards the lobby? Four. Take your shoulders towards Harvard Street. Three. Yeah, the window's at your back. Two. Low plank. Up dog. Pause for a moment. Down dog. Excellent. Hmm. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and flip your dog. Don't get stopped. The beauty about one of the, one of the beauties, the attributes of vinyasa, is that we, we could say the pose never ends. Transitions opposes. And consider the transition of moving energy from the core to the extremities. It doesn't get stopped at the knuckles. Right? It moves through the finger domes, the toe domes, the king dome, the crown of your head. Relax your head. Well, relax your neck. Side plank. Well, you're generating tremendous heat. Now, if you're not really, if you're not used to working in this heat, this is, this is hot yoga with humidity and, and body heat and high-intensity uh, fitness. But there's a work in if you're gentle and you're caring and you're not trying to get anywhere through the practice. You're just giving this because you have the vitality. It's an investment. Know that. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. <laughs> Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. It's good before you add the twist to feel this backward, forward movement, the up and down movement. Go ahead, prayer twist. So when you go into the form of the pose, you know, the twist, the twisting dragon, you're not stiff. You want to be a fire breather. Five, and it's all air. You want to build fire, it's because of oxygen. Four, and no, there's a lot more than oxygen and nitrogen in the air. Three, there's divine ingredients. You've got to work with it, especially in a twist. Here, breathe out. Finish the out-breath. Don't rush. Warrior two, catch it. Extended side angle. See, once your heels are in line and your feet are pointing in the appropriate direction, half-bind, maybe add or subtract space front to back. So it's a hip opener. Five, play your edge in every pose. Four, there's minimum edges, maximum edges. Three, just it's intentional. That's it. The edge being intentional right now. Fill up your lungs. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Let's do a little soul jumping. Walk your hands towards your feet. You're trained in that. All right, now pin your hands in your mat. Bring your shoulders over your wrists and jump. So you want to enlighten an enlightening moment right now, a marked moment of you being like answering the call. Five. A lot of the times the call's there, four, but we don't hear it because there's doubt. You've got to throw doubt out and act anyway. Three, two, thunderbolt. Come to the front of your mat. Do that with velocity. Prayer twist to the right. That's different than rushing. Just moving without getting stopped. Remember, the pose doesn't end. Transitions is poses. And you know that um, heat builds. An auspicious healing heat. And focus your eyes on your feet and get clear with your feet. Sometimes steam starts to build or like a mist, a mental mist. and It's almost like you have a defroster mechanism. The windshield of your mind, your two eyes, become clearer when you're breathing and you're intentionally pulling the air in, filling up the base of the lungs, filling up the mid-lungs, 
pulling the air in so it moves up over the collarbones. When you breathe out, keep twisting, but you want to stay clear and conscious through this process. You don't want to go into a blackout. You can straighten your arms. And if your arms are straight, you could, like if your foundation is cracking and you're holding your breath, you could come back to a prayer. Or you could even add more intensity and do a half bind. Five. Work towards a full bind. Four. Tilt your pelvis to the back of the room. Press your collarbones to the front of the room. Three. Two. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip width. You good with assists? You good with assists? Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Pull the crown of your head towards your mat. Balance out. Stira, sukha, asanam. The physical aim of every yoga pose is to balance out your willpower and your willingness. So control. Straighten your legs a little more if the body is a yes to that. Relax your neck. Open your eyes and seal your lips. Make your lips tender. Let go of your toes. The crow swoops right in. Five. Four. It's coded to fly. The crow. Three. Two. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Jump up to your hands. Come halfway up. Bow forward. Thunderbolt. Prayer twist to the left. Just like we're programmed to create. We're hardwired. We're on this earth to create. And um, to create a new way of being right now. A way where we can be receptive, loving, and caring. Not conceptually, just really look at your feet. Make your feet a masterpiece. A meditation, a physical experience of merging with a bigger energy. You feel the bottoms of your feet? Remember, we, we forget the back body. Lift your toes up and turn your inner ankles back. You'll love that once you awaken to that pathway from your head to your feet. Turn your inner ankles back. Press your outer ankles towards the floor. Turn your inner ankles back. Press your outer ankles to the floor. Lift your toes up. Now take your outer shins in, please, and your hips down. We have another hour or so in this pose. About 10 counts. Know it. When you want to come out of the pose, that's when the possibility, there's a psychological surgery that's happening. Stay on the table and stay calm. Five. You want to feel it too. It burns. Four. Three. It's revolutionary. Lift your chest up and spin it. Two. Ragdoll. Separate your feet hip width. Gorilla. Gently and compassionately and with feeling, begin to straighten your legs. When you're gentle and you're, you're breathing and you're moving and it's all connected, it's like, it's like listening to classical music. And some of you don't like listening to classical music, but I said it's like, it's like listening to classical music. Take your hands out from underneath your feet, crawl. Five, all these parts communicating. Four, at different frequencies. Three, cultivating your center. Pull in. Now look forward. Chaturanga. Up dog. 
Down dog. Very good. Walk up to your hands. What great heat. Halfway up. Bow forward. Press down and stand up. Take your arms above you. Breathe in. Eagle. Bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg and your right arm underneath your left arm. Five. We're here to embrace. Four. The nakedness of reality. Three. The physical realm. Out of the head. See one point. Two. Sweep up. Eagle. Five. Now, can you sense the tendency to have the upper body drop forward? Four. You're in a dance with gravity. Keep your shoulders over your hips. Always stack your joint systems. Three. Two. Sweep up. Garudasana. Five. Good for the muscles, the bones, the skin, the blood, everything. It's all one. It's all one. The breath is the matrix. Breathe out. Pull into center. Sweep up. Garudasana. Attending one point, the physical body. This is self-care. Embracing yourself as perfect, whole, and complete. You've got to pacify the brain. It just stays busy. Knocks you right out of your center. Breathe out. Pull into the center line of your body. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Empty. Standing leg raise. Balance on your left leg. Lift your right knee up and make it square. Stay here with your upper hand at your knee and your left hand at your hip or extend your upper leg in front of you. One, you can grab your big toe or the outer edge of your upper foot. Two, three, four. Take your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left. One, encourage yourself to breathe. Two, three, four. Bring your upper leg forward. Lift your arms above you. Breathe in. Airplane. When the breath moves, the body moves. Be at the front of your mat. Take care of the people behind you. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. You can always subtract blocks. You can always add blocks. Be intentional and create your foundation. It'll set you up to shine in the pose. Five, we use the physical body to go beyond the physical body. Four, we use the form to go beyond the form. Three, so go ahead from the inside, shine out. Two, mm, ragdoll. Oh, bring your hands to your mat, walk your feet together, stand up, lift your arms high. Bring your hands into a prayer over your heart center. Standing leg raise, balance on your right leg. Make your upper knee square. Or straighten your upper leg. You never know what you're going to do. You're moment to moment, you're adapting. This is what being in your center looks like. Never stiff or rigid. Take your upper leg to the left, gaze to your right. Keep the breath flowing. It can be like a drip, a little trickle, a stream. The rate doesn't matter as long as it's moving. Bring your upper leg forward. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Airplane. Doesn't matter where you're looking as long as there's an energy streaming off your eyeballs, moving through the air and landing on a physical point. 
half moon. Tell you, when you have vision, anything's possible. And when you have vision, you honor the process. Stay here a half bow. Move up towards the air a little. Little more. Go up a little more. Five. Four. You can lean into the bottom arm. Good 20, 30% of the weight. Three. Open it. Open it. Good. Roll open. Oh, make it feel good. Two. Ragdoll. I saw teeth. That was good. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together and stand up. Take your arms to the sky. Breathe them. Bring your hands to your heart center. When I say I see teeth, it's because I see someone smile. That's what I mean. Okay. Dancer, lift your left arm up. Lower your right arm by your side. You don't have to smile. I'm not here to make you happy. I, I encourage being happy on your mat, but it's a practice. Five, I just, you want to be mindful you're not um, making faces. Four, you want to keep the face relaxed. Three, maybe a little tiny, tiny hint of a smile. Two, bring your upper foot to the floor. Dancer, that's just to disrupt the mask, you know, the tension that usually lives in the face. Five, it's amazing when we start locating the center of the chest. Four, and energy builds, softens a lot of hard areas in the body. Three, Two, bring your upper foot to the floor. Dancer, uh, the comings and goings, the highs and lows on the mat, you're dancing with them, you're with them, and you're inviting whatever experience is present as the practice, as acknowledging it as the practice. Just stay on the mat. Five, letting things be. Four, start pulling your quadricep muscles into the thigh bones. Tighten up. Three, more stand up in the legs. Now lean forward. Go up. Kick more and go up. Awesome. Exit with ease. Dancer. It's a training equanimity. Staying receptive and unguarded in the face of pressure and intensity and sadness and suffering. Staying calm, open, and being with it. And this is where studentship shows up. Can we stay true to our North Star? And consider the North Star is not somewhere out here. It's right here in the chest. Five, and you want to brighten. Four, by clearing the space in the chest. Three, so kick back the upper shin. It's a good pec stretch. Kick it, kick it, go up. Awesome, bring your upper foot to the mat. Tree, ready. Now, bring your hands to your heart center. Really powerful making a connection. And knowing that you're making a connection between your eyes and the physical universe. Without this training, you'll be looking outside into the world and not seeing the world clearly. Just projecting, projecting, projecting. You've got to train to see clearly, to feel the earth below you, to feel the air moving in and out of you, lift your arms to the sky, and to feel this fire and this possibility in the center of the chest. Got to unguard, take the upper arm bones back, Jalandara, the chin down, the sides of the neck back. Now lift the crown of the head up. Awesome. Bring your hands to your heart center, lower your upper foot to the floor. Tree. The heat, the pressure, these are the rigors of 
power yoga. They literally empower us. Lift your arms to the sky. So you're a sorcerer on some level, a warrior. Work with the earth. Spread your toes out. Feel the bottoms of your feet. Now more air up into the upper third of the lungs. Sometimes it'll never get up there. All right, pull your belly to your spine. Root down and go up. Bring your hands to the heart center. Lower your upper foot to the ground. Reach your arms high. Breathe in. Bow forward. Flat back. Low plank. Dance your way into a triangle with the right leg forward. You don't have to know how to do this. If your neighbor knows the sequence, then just um, duplicate what they're doing. My teacher used to say that to me a lot. He's like, Brandon, if you want to create, you've got to learn how to duplicate. Five is the power of lineage and the power of being with people. Four, we serve each other. Three, we don't even know we're serving each other. But your way of being, warning or a demonstration. Remember that. Ground down, stand up, face left. Take your arms to the sky. Lower your right arm by your side. Make your hands meet at your upper back. Breathe in. Bow forward. This is like getting the full spectrum experience of being on our mat. That We develop our yoga practice through each other. Lift your toes up. It's one of the first ways we give and receive is we receive the earth below us. We receive the air. Instead of blocking the air from flowing in just by postural habits or some sense of trying to control and then the lungs get frozen in time. But just to receive and feel the earth, feel the air, relax your neck, let the blood flow into your brain. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Keep your shoulders bound. Look, when, when you're in a pose and you want to come out, maybe the body's telling you that you're uh, misaligned. Or it's just telling you that, that you're right at the precipice of growth. You want, again, wise discernment. Well, what's this, what is this feeling? How's the, how's the body communicating me? What does it want? Twisting triangle. Onto the foundation. Work the vitality of each toe. Five, the feeling tone of each foot up the legs. Four, press down into the earth. Catch the rebound. Lift up. Now lengthen your spine and spin it. Two. Chaturanga. Lucy. Up dog. Down dog. Into warrior one. Warrior two. You go with the left leg. Straighten your legs. Triangle. Create the foundation. Without that being intentional, creating the foundation, you're building on sand. Five, this is the rock, the earth quality is intentionality, on purpose, deliberate living. Four, right here, right now. Three, how you live right here, right now is how you live everywhere, anywhere, always. Breathe out. Stand up. Face right. Lift your arms above you. Lower your left arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. Breathe in. Bow forward. And you will. You'll have highs and lows on the mat. You're going to have moments where you're in it and you're in flow and then other moments where you feel like a dam and there's pressure building up. And instead of resisting these highs and lows, you're just watching them. This is how the river moves. 
This is how life moves. If you can just get out of the way and let things be, there's the power, the tapasya, the, the vinyasa. It reveals itself. Breathe in. Breathe out. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Then we fall in love with the practice. And we see showing up to the practice and our mat as a refuge. It's a sacred space. And you can recite prayers with your lips. And, but man, you start feeling the posture is a prayer. Twisting triangle. It's moving like nature. One of the most beautiful prayers. Get close to nature. Feel the spiral. Feel it. From the bottoms of the feet, the inner ankles, up the legs. I like bending the front knee and then feeling that water element come to life in the pelvis. Just like the warrior pose, a square in the pelvis to the front of the mat. Five. You see how the right hip droops a little bit? Four. Three. Neutral pelvis. Press down to the earth. Lift up. Now work the spiral. Twist it. Chaturanga. Get that hand open. Up dog. Down dog. Ah. High plank. Lower to the mat. Four, three, two, one. All right. Bring your arms by your side. Flip your head to the other side. All right, Locust, time to see if what we're eating is working for us or working against us. You probably already felt that. On your in-breath, press down and come up. We're just going to keep going deeper. The physical practice, just the beginning. It's the outer shell of the practice. Five, we're doing spiritual work just by showing up. 80% of the work is complete by showing up. Three, pull in, pull in, pull in. Two, come down. Bow. You can do one leg at a time. And if um, you're working with injuries, just create another pose. Adapt into another space that's a yes for vinyasa flow that just keeps things moving. Feel the pectoral muscles soften, the ligaments that connect the arms to the upper body. You want to create malleability there, and malleability happens when blood flows through these areas. Five, move your shin bones back. Four, pull your thigh bones to center. Three, calm, brow smooth, lips relaxed. Come down. Breathe in. Empty it out. Bow. <coughs> Ready? Breakthrough bow. On your in-breath, move your shin bones back. Accepting radically the life that's right here. Unguarding. Being clear with what's right here. Not stopping anything. Not trying to fix anything. Five, not trying to figure anything out. Just here. Three, two, come down. Up dog. Down dog. Bend your knees. Press your hands in your mat and lift your hips up. Camel. 
5. Four, press your feet, press your knees down on your mat. Take your hips forward. Three, press into my hands. You okay? Two, push, push into my hands. Down dog. Yeah, that was about it. Good job. Camel. Five. Your foundation. Feel the skin on the tops of the feet or if the toes are curled under. Feel that skin on the knees. Any parts of the shins that are touched on the floor. Three. And feel your throat. Feel the neck. Drop your head back if the neck's healthy. Two. Down dog. Good work, brother. Bridge. Laying your back. Five. Empower your feet. Place them in a position where you can access the four corners of the feet. And I bring emphasis to the inner edge of the feet. And can you spiral your inner thigh bones down? Shimmy your shoulder blades to center line. And then just the, the appropriate tension or pressure. Press the back of your neck, uh, the back of your head into your mat. Just a little, a little bit. All right, come down. Are we, we, are we all already? All right. Wheel. Create your foundation. Press the floor and come on up. You don't want to miss wheel. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Five. Four. Three. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. A good way in is coming to the top of your head. You don't have to. You can do bridge, though, right? But I, I push. I do push, okay? <laughs> Reset your hands and your feet. Press down and come on up. Now, you can recreate the foundation. The, the foundation has that quality. You can recreate it. You can let it come apart, and then you recreate it so it's more stable. Five. Four. That's good right there. Three. Press your hands and your feet down into the earth. Two, bring your chin to your chest. Exit with ease. All right. How many more? Four. Four more. Okay, ready? Set. Press down. Come on up. Five. Just good unwinding, undoing knots. Four. Locate your core and press your hands and your feet in the floor. Three, press down, rebound, go up. Two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to the mat. Can I get the baddies up? Can I? The baddie sisters, ready? Set, press the floor, come on up. Consider this is the most important moment of your life right now. How you're being right now is so important. And it doesn't mean that you're doing wheel. Being has nothing to do with doing. Five. Four. Doing may have something to do with being, though. Bring your chin to your chest. Like if I'm being up to something bigger than myself, that I'm doing something different than what I usually do. If I'm being up to something. If I'm doing something that I usually don't do, it doesn't mean I'm up to something bigger than myself. Right? 
Okay, ready? Three more? Okay, good. Okay, okay, ready? Set, press down, come on up. So that means you can override, I don't like it or I don't want to. Being up to something bigger is it goes beyond the conditions that are here right now. Five, it's unconditional, your way of being. Three, it's practice. Two, you can stay up or bring your chin to your chest, come down. Yeah, no, you can stay up. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is the completion? All right. I thought you said the pose never ends. Well, it's, it's, we're completing the sequence, okay? Ready? Set? Go. Wheel. Super wheel. Calm as can be. Ten. You good? Yes. One here. Press into my hands. Push right into my hands. Five. Four. Go ahead. Keep going. Right into my hands. Three. That's good. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. That was good. Really good. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side and close your eyes. It's amazing what stress or what happens when the universe pushes into us and we're committed to growth. Something's drawn out of us. Now, education comes from the Latin word educare, and educare means to draw forth from within. To draw forth from within. And I actually had a, a linguistics professor come up to me after class one day. And he said, oh, you know, I like what you said about that ed- education. He goes, but, you know, would you consider ever having to be, to be led out from within? A true education. To lead whatever's inside of you out. To bring it into view and to express it out of you. Straighten your legs. Take your arms back. And grow into the length of your arms and to the legs. I always tell my students, especially if they have elbow or wrist stuff, to, to get one of those bars, a pull-up bar. They sell them at like Dick's Sporting Goods. And put it up in between your door and hang off it every day. Pull your knees into your chest. You know, you don't have to get a bar, but you can go to the gym. It's good going to the gym, huh? Dead bug. People ask me, they go, what do you do? Do you do anything other than yoga? I do. Yeah, I do a ton of other things. Rather than Yoga is just my foundation. That's it. And because I practice yoga, um, when I go lift, I lift with um, awareness. Because I practice yoga, when I eat, I eat with awareness. Because I practice power yoga. When I talk, I talk with awareness. I have reflection. It wouldn't be like that. I would live not paying attention moment to moment and just walk into my grave like a zombie. Thank God practice creates some vulnerability. Start feeling everything. Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs vertically and clasp your hands at the back of your head. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat and firm up your legs. So your legs are hot wires. Point your toes. 
Breathe in. Exhale, go up. And now I'm going to leave it up to you to create a core sequence, the stabilizing sequence. This part of the stabilizing sequence, make the higher call and make it empowering, where tapas is rising, vinyasa is revealing itself, so flow is revealing itself, the heat and the pressure of transformation is revealing itself, and then the, the, the default setting in the psychology when things get tough, that that part of you reveals itself too. Take your attention off those, that narrative or however that shows up and put your attention on listening to your breath and moving things forward. All right, sit on your forearms. Lower your legs one-third towards your mat from your core. Lower your legs two-thirds towards your mat. From your core, lower your legs two inches from the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up. Pull your knees into your chest. Bicycle. There's the movement to the right. There's the movement to the left. And then there's just one movement. There's no right or left. There's just a center that's expanding out. About 10 more counts. To get into flow, sometimes you've got to turn the, the velocity knob up and sometimes down. And Maybe you do that up and down and a count of 10. That's how adaptive you are. Lift your legs up. Sit on your forearms and lower your legs 30%, 60%, 90% down. We've got one more round, okay? Lift your legs to the sky. Lower your legs 30%. Lower your legs 60%. Lower your legs two inches from the mat. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up. Pull your knees into your chest. Twist. Take your knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. And know that your intestines and vital organs through the kidneys and even the lungs are getting wrung out. Close your eyes. Can you check out the region around the lips, the upper lip, the chin, the jaw, and everything's relaxed? What a message you send to your brain when your face is relaxed. Bring your knees up to center, over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. Breathe in. Empty it out. Bring your knees up to the middle. Over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. Do we do that already? Yeah. Okay. Come back to center. <laughs> Grab behind your thighs. Rock and roll three or four times. You want me to get that side for you? Yeah, right. <laughs> get some momentum and vinyasa through. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. Better, huh? Create your foundation. 
So it's a reflection of your willingness to receive. So important the way we set up our meditation space. You know, whether we lock a door or um, set up blankets or sit up on a bolster or um, sit on a rock. It depends. Like we've re- we got to be really intentional the way we sit. So relax your neck and feel the center of your forehead. There's so many spaces that'll just go untouched, unobserved, unfelt. And the forehead center is one of them. And it's a lot of times because there's so much muscular tension in the face. We don't actually feel the, the power and the wisdom of any part of the body. It's amazing when we start moving and heating up the body from breath and you know, using the community to heat up and the, the sequence of poses. How this softens up tissues. Body's really sticky when it gets on the mat. Muscles get sticky. And like you can be you can be like plant based, gluten free, dairy free and still be sticky. You can, just from thinking, you know. There's no elixir on the planet like the movement of air the heat that builds from the friction you encounter, the resistance you encounter, perhaps it's just psychological, right? But the resistance you encounter um, from being on your mat, just being around people in close quarters with the heat on like this, that's a training in it of itself. Showing up, just getting to your mat, a training in it, in it of itself, staying on your mat. Pulling the air in, that's a whole training, just breathing in, making it um, audible, being intentional of its duration in relationship to the out-breath. Take a breath in. Empty it out. Sit up. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward. All right, so sometimes um, we miss out. It's a common mental mistake that sometimes less is more. It took me 10 years to, to realize the power of laying on my back and doing figure four with my feet against the wall, you know, for a variation of half pigeon. I couldn't even access the space I would in classical pigeon that I, that I, that I was looking for in classical pigeon. I, I couldn't access that space in classical pigeon just because I had some injuries where my body wasn't ready to open up like that. And I actually had to step back. And once I stepped back, a bigger view, I had a bigger view. I could say, oh, it's a process. I gotta, I gotta go back and do the menial work of breathing in and breathing out. You get that. It's a humbling experience when you realize you can't rush this process. No way. So when, once that hits you, though, like you can't make the seed, um, you can't force the seed shell to crack. You can just put it in a, um, a space where the shell will crack. 
you're lining up with a bigger energy, you're doing your work, and then you're being patient, and then the prana, life energy does its work. Well, five more counts. Is there tension around the lips you can let go of, or in the neck? Take a breath in. Empty it out. Follow it. Get empty. 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 All right. Sit up. Double pigeon. Acknowledge the body that's on your mat. It did a lot of work. I acknowledge you to get here. To get out of your house, away from your family. You're like, that was easy. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's to get out of the house, away from your family, and to, to get on your mat ready with water and your, your, your mat prepared. And It takes a lot of work just to get to a point where being still is a possibility. That's different than wiping your sweat or drinking water or trying to tweak the pose. The pose is perfect once you're still. So acknowledge that. There's a little grace period of finding alignment and then be still. And you're going to have to confront the parts of you that are sabotaging you, bringing into view what matters most. The parts of you that are sabotaging you, bringing what matters most into view. You be still, and then what matters most will come into view. It'll find you. The shin. Can you bring it forward more? See this? Up here. No. Come on. There. Mm. Good. Good. Little by little. Little by little. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale, follow the out breath. Don't rush it, don't rush it. Breathe in. Empty it out. One more, fill up your lungs. Empty it out, follow it all the way down. Nowhere. Sit up, switch legs. You can cross your shins. This is what I, how I do double pigeon. I got shallow hip sockets, so if I try to stack my shins, I just, I'm in a lot of pain, and I, I'm forcing it, over-controlling. And when you do use the block as a um, support for the ankles, if you just cross your shins, you want to scoot your boot, your boot back, your butt back a little bit. Yeah. Flex your feet. What, what's that? Okay, is that okay with it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, please, please. Flex your feet. Please don't hurt yourself on my watch. Take care of yourself. Yeah, flex your feet. This is how you protect. No, 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 no need that. No need that. Yeah, this is so good right here. Keep it simple, especially if you're injured. This is, this is when you know less is more, is when you're injured. So you want to keep your feet flexed and the ankles neutral, and that'll protect the knees. 
the whole of each leg. Now, <clears throat> once, you, once you get to the edge, you want to soften. Yeah, yeah. The edge is where you meet up with the difficult parts of ourselves. And they could just be um, spaces where injured, right? Maybe there were just spaces that haven't been attended to, so they're trying to get our attention. And uh, we meet these spaces with loving kindness. And the gesture of loving kindness is, okay, dig in and bring in these um, tight regions of space. Okay, but then soften. See if you can practice being with your exhalation. Relax your neck. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Extended seated forward bend. Bend your knees and bring your belly or your chest to your thighs. That's a good start for all forward bends. You're integrating the body holistically. Lengthen your spine towards the front of the room. Breathe in. And little by little, you can slide your hips back and your heels forward. You can walk one sitting bone back at a time. Breathe into the muscle fibers in the back of your legs, right into the attachments of the hamstrings, the belly of the hamstrings. You okay, Kyle? Breathe in. Empty it out. Sit up. Inverted table. Five. You want a path into your heart? <clears throat> Four. Go through your hands. Merge with the mat. Firm up your tricep muscles. Breathe into the deltoids. Relax your brow. Three. Two. Come down. Waterfall or shoulder stand or headstand if you have a inversion practice. You can go into Shavasana. We'll meet you there. Waterfall is a good finishing pose. You know, you can do um, plow into knees-to-ears pose. But I, w- I want you to take these last few moments of our practice in your creative hands. Completing is so important, the way we complete anything. We detach with love. I mean, how many relationships have we left in our life in anger or um, still holding a sword over people's head? Like, we're not in the relationships anymore, but we're still holding. And this is a good practice of learning how to detach with love. Like, having gone through all this and not condemning yourself, not patting yourself on the back, just realizing this is how nature is. This is how life expresses itself. Highs, lows, comings and goings. The, the yogic inquiry is, can we embrace it with love? Can we make it good? Can we leave the space as a student recognizing the teaching has moved through us? There's nothing to remember, nothing to figure out, just showing up. And again, around, around other people practicing. I look back at my yogic life as, a, you know, once I began yoga, consciously waking up in my body. And um, when I look back, if I just have a snapshot of my, I would have a snapshot of a room with a bunch of people in it as a demonstration of the practice. Just being here and being with people and moving. You're going to be injured. So, you know, if you have a practice that's, that lasts, you'll be showing up to your mat fucking heartbroken. 
You'll be showing up to your mat so happy um, and elated that you're alive. You'll be showing up glad. You'll be showing up miserable um, and pain and suffering. But you keep practicing and you cultivate self-awareness. And it becomes part of who you are. The understanding that everything's changing. Don't take it personally. Don't hold on or you suffer. We can know that. We can read so many books and we can have all these uh, talks with people, our mentors, our teachers, leaders, but until we get on the mat and discover it for ourselves, it just, it's just a possibility. We're bringing this possibility of um, being in our power and living the life that we aspire to we're actualizing it just by getting on the mat. And then we discover it by staying on the mat and listening. Let's finish up. We'll do another 30 seconds. If you want to do plow and you want to do um, knees to ears pose, take that on. All right, clear your space. You got a block or straps in the way. Get it out of the way and bring your pelvis to the mat. Pull your knees into your chest. Flex your feet. Don't let your feet go dull. All right, bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side and rest. You can straighten your legs and do corpse pose. Couldn't get more simple, raw, real than meditation. There's a body that's on your mat. Be in that body. Feel its bones, its skin, its the blood, the heat, the tingling. Whatever you feel, feel it. Put your attention on the feeling of the body surrendering to gravity. And extend this awareness to your listening. Put your attention on your listening. This is why we locate the body as a science. We do the skill work of moving our mind to the points of our body, to locate the body holistically and then to surrender the body completely. Let's take a huge clearing breath out together. Okay, fill up your lungs. Open your mouth, let it go.
Breathe in. Empty it out. Roll over onto your right. Keep your eyes closed, sit up. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center. Sit up straight. Acknowledge yourself for being here, showing up, following through, and being right here, right here, here on your mat. Could be anywhere, and you're right here in an alive body. You did good. Three ohms. prayer hands to your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good work, you guys. Nice job. Good work. Awesome work. Go have a beautiful day, okay? Go get water and get some salt in your body. Get some electrolytes. And listen, listen, when you stand up, stay on your feet, okay? There's some slippery spots. Spray your blocks down, purple on top, blue on bottom. I would appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Have a great day. Take care. You're welcome.